up? This is John Nelson, and you are listening to the Starting Block Podcast. This is a podcast for complete athletic development, and our mission is to give you the tools to win, whether you are the athlete, the parent, or the coach. Our goal is to give you the tools to win. Now, if you're new to the show, thanks for joining us, first off. Our podcast operates a little bit differently than most out there. We have a couple different episodes. First type of episode that we have is going to be a standard Q&A. So we'll take your questions that you submit to us, either through social media or at info at elitelevelperformance.com, and we will answer those. Myself and uh, our co-host, my co-host Chris and Mandy, we will answer those questions. They can be anything from performance to rehab to nutrition, anything that has to do with athletic development, we will tackle those. The second type of episode is going to be a guest interview. This is where we bring in our colleagues from across the world, and they share their stories about how they win and how they have had success with their athletes or their clients or their patients in their respective businesses and fields. And the other type of episode we have is our Friday Fire. And Friday Fire is going to be about 10 minutes of me doing a solo show here and giving you a little bit of insight into my internal dialogue and what goes on in my head. And that is what today is. Today is Friday Fire. Today's Friday Fire, what I want to talk about is how winners thrive under pressure. Now, This podcast is definitely geared towards athletics, but it applies across the board. So it doesn't matter whether you're a coach, whether you're a parent, or whether you're an athlete, or whether you're, you know, a businessman or woman listening to this show. The philosophy of how you thrive under pressure ultimately will dictate a lot about your performance and ability to lead and ability to win. Now, Tim Grover talks a lot about this in his book, Relentless, which is a great book. So I'm kind of paraphrasing when I, when I talk about this a little bit. A winner is going to thrive under pressure. And as Tim Grover says, when everyone else is hitting the panic button, they're looking for the, win- they're looking for the winner for an idea of what to do. They're looking for direction on what to do. But the winner already knows what to do. The winner has already gone through every scenario that is about to occur and already knows the outcome of each scenario. So when fit does finally hit the sham, right, then the winner already has seen this outcome through. He already knows what to do, or she already knows what to do. Thus, there is no panic because they've already determined the outcome in each scenario. They've already played the scenario out in their head. They simply respond to it. If you're not a winner, you're going to panic, and you're going to be looking for the person who is the winner for the answers there. Now, there's going to be other couple other categories there. There's going to be some people that want to be told exactly what to do in an emergency. There's going to be others that have a plan memorized, but the true winner is going to be the one that wants all those options on the table because they've already gone through the series of events that could occur and have already determined the outcome for each of them, and they simply respond and react, okay? So what does that scenario look like for you? If you're a coach, does that mean what happens if somebody gets injured? What happens if somebody comes in for an assessment or evaluation with a situation that you're not familiar with? What do you do? Are you going to panic? Are you going to, you know, are you going to mumble your words and try to spit something out? Or 
Are you prepared for that scenario? Have you done your homework? Do you have a network of people around you that you can trust and ask? Do you have healthcare providers that are available for you? If you're the athlete, if you're in game seven and you're down in the playoffs, do you know the scenarios that could occur? And are you prepared for that? Are you prepared for, let's say uh, you're ste- you step on the mound and you have, a, uh, you have a bad outing. Are you prepared for how to get yourself out of that situation? You see, it all boils down to preparation. Are you prepared for the event? And ultimately, that is what training is doing for you. To tie this back into athletic development, your training is not about how much weight you lift. That's a byproduct of it. Your training is understanding how far you can mentally go. Your training is about understanding how, understanding how far you can physically go. It's understanding your limits. It's understanding if I am put in this situation, I know what I can and can't do physically. And it's preparing you to do that both physically and mentally. You're training to push through that. You're training to know how to adapt to a scenario where maybe you are up against somebody who is genetically superior. Because that will happen. We're not all genetically gifted to be freak athletes. There are going to be times where you step on the field or on the court against, and you are manned up against somebody who is genetically superior to you. They're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Well, you should know how to beat that. If they're faster than you, you should already know your angles on the court. That should already be done. So you step on the court, you're not panicking. You already know what to do. If you're up to the plate and there's a pitcher there with stuff that you know you can't physically hit because you simply just don't have the skill for that yet or the speed or whatever the case may be, that's okay. That's called being a realist and understanding what your limits are. And your training is there to help you figure that out. So you know how to adapt to that situation. You've already prepared for the situation. And too many times in the strength and conditioning field, our coaches and these coaches want to just push you until you throw up and post a good picture on Instagram and hashtag grind. And you know I hate that stupid phrase. I hate hashtag grind. Or we're grinding. No, you're not grinding. You're you're preparing. Sure, there's a time and place to get strong under a bar. Yeah, absolutely. It matters. Movement matters more which we talked about with Gary Scheffler in the GOTA interview. Movement matters more. But ultimately, you have to see the outcome in your head. You have to know what you're training for. So I'll give you an example. When I was getting ready to play college ball, okay, most of you guys don't know, I got cut my senior year of high school. Which, so we'll, we can talk about that another day, too, about how that lit this fire deep inside of me. And a lot of winners have that fire, too. That's something Tim Grover again talks about. Okay, It's that dark side but they don't want to let out, right? But I knew I was not the fastest guy on the court all the time. So when I started training and Elliot put me through stuff, he prepared me for those moments. So when I got to Division II, I made the team. When I got there and I had to face these D2 guys who, I mean, you know, coming out of high school, I was 6'1", 168 pounds. I'm 220 now, so it's a big difference, right? Big dudes, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guys. Guys, a lot of D2 guys should have been D1 guys, but they didn't have the grades. So needless to say, what I'm trying to say is those guys were athletes. I was not that good of an athlete. I was okay, probably better than average, but not that level. So when I stepped on that court, 
I already knew what I could and couldn't do. I'm not going to keep up with this point guard. This dude's way faster than I am. So I had to prepare for it, and I had to know how to take my angles. And I knew that before I even stepped on the court, right? That's what my training was. Elliot would push me through that. He would take me through things where my body was shaking to degrees that I didn't even know I could shake. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to mentally place yourself in <clears throat> you have to place yourself in a situation that is going to make you mentally uncomfortable so you can understand where your boundaries are and learn how to find that boundary and know if it's truly your boundary or if it's the area that you need to strengthen. This is something that winners do. So again, when everybody else is panicking, winners aren't panicking because they already know the outcome. They've already seen it. They've already prepared for it. They are ready to go. So I challenge you, how does that relate to your life? What changes can you make in the gym, in the cage, in the classroom? What changes can you make and do you need to make physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever the case may be, what changes do you need to make and start adapting immediately? Start making the changes, start getting better, start preparing because this is what winners do. Appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.